Here we go now. You won't break my soul. <laughs> you won't break my soul. Oh, yeah. I am actor, writer, director, and sometimes DJ Diallo Riddle. On the keys, we've got producer, DJ, and songwriter, Luxury, a.k.a. the guy who likes to whisper interpolation on TikTok. And this week, our special guests on the mic with those bass vocals, we've got the one and only Brisha Webb. Everybody. This is one song. Uh-huh. The show where we deconstruct and celebrate some of your favorite songs for the past 60 years in music history and tell you why they deserve one more listen. You've never heard these songs before like this. And you'll never hear them the same way again. I'm telling everybody. Yeah, we're telling everybody. This is one song. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Okay, I'm so excited for this episode. Today on One Song, we're going to be celebrating all things house, black dance music, and the queen bee herself, Beyonce. I cannot wait. One of my favorite Virgos, aside from myself. She's my Virgo sister. <laughs> I feel so many connections because of the Virgoness. It's really like, I'm not even making this that. up. I can see it's a real thing. Connection. Yeah. And here to help us out today, we have a very special guest. You've seen her on TV shows and in movies. It's my very good friend, Brisha Webb. Brisha, thank you for coming thank on you for the show. Coming. What's up, girl? What's up? These are my friends. I, I, Luxury. Brisha. <laughs> With two Stevie. X's. I like the fact that you pronounce both X's when you say his name. Like, Luxury. <laughs> Extra added value. I love it. Yes. Thank you. We couldn't even attempt to do a show mm. about Beyonce. Uh, without bringing you on. Wow. So, so thank you so much for being here. We're going to be talking about Beyonce's platinum hit, Break My Soul. Let's hear a clip of it. But before we get there, Brisha, highly loaded question. Oh, wow. <laughs> what does Beyonce <laughs> mean to you? I mean, Beyonce is an amazing Virgo. Okay, she means hard work, she means dedication, she means motherhood in so many other forms. Yeah. Um, I mean, she just means to me, like, you know, just everything that she's done in her career and in her path, just excellence, you know? Like, she just... <laughs> Beyonce, like I wake up and I go, what is Beyonce doing? <laughs> you know, and I was like, I, need I think to get we all do that. A little bit. Sure, yeah. my wife yeah. thinks that about me. So the fact that you formed <laughs> this connection with her, let me ask you this: you you are a member of the Beehive. 
<laughs> I've been for years. <laughs> you, for a little, like, what does it take to be a member of the BI? Do I have to like fill out a form? Are there dues? I don't know. See a certain I just, number of shows. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I share my joy, uh, with loving and appreciating Beyonce because there's two different things. You know, a lot of people are crazy, but <laughs> I appreciate the vocal acrobatics, mm. the dancing. <laughs> the dedication <laughs> to what she does. Your you know? voice control is amazing. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I appreciate what you're doing right now. It is it's just so much. You know, everybody's got their thing, but you know, it's like Tyler Perry, you know, he he put on his Instagram, he's gone to like so many shows. And he was like, the the sad thing about just, you know, the only sad thing about going to see a Beyonce concert <laughs> is that Beyonce can't see Beyonce. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's it. That is the one thing that you can't get for the person who has everything. The ability to sit in the front row of her own show. Yeah. <sighs> poor Beyonce. Man, poor Beyonce. Poor but we are going to get into why her music's so special. Special. Yeah. It's so special. She's great. Okay. So before we get into Break My Soul, I just want to talk a little bit about Renaissance as a house music album and how important and relevant that is. Now, the first time I heard Break My Soul and then the entire record, I was just blown away by how clearly it was a love letter to dance music, to electronic music, mm. to house, to disco, to all these forms of, frankly, black music. It was a celebration. You better say it. I mean, that's right there. It's black music. It's gay music. I grew up in San Francisco in the okay. 70s. Mm -hmm. And like this is a through line through my life is an appreciation for dance music. So this record celebrates it and celebrates the people. We're going to get into that in this mm. show today in a big way. But it celebrates all of her influences, everyone who you know, preceded her musically and in the realm of dance music. It's it's an homage and a love letter to them. I, and I, the I culture. feel like that's one of the things that brought you and me yes. together Very as friends so. was our love of dance music. And I've been trying to champion dance music as like just a, a palate cleanser. Yeah. You know, I feel like for for specifically for black people, because I'm always like, you know, we invented this music, y'all like get into it. And you know, when I was like playing dad punk at like all hip hop parties in the early 2000s, like people were like, this man has lost his mind. But <laughs> I feel like one of the things I really appreciate about this album is that Beyonce, she's basically saying the same thing. She's like, hey y'all, come back to dance music. Like this is that 120 BPM. I don't want to get too cranial with it, but like, there's so, <laughs> cause I'm from Atlanta. Like I love some slow hip hop. Yeah, I, I do. Love some I love to get I some love trap in. But there's something that. about <laughs> The, the BPM of 120, all those early Michael Jackson songs, they're all like Prince, all that all that 80s music, that stuff lives in the in the range of like 120 to 130. And and when you have music that tempo, your soul can get yeah, into like it more. Yeah, like you're dancing. Like, I love, I, I mean, specifically. I mean, you're from Baltimore. I mean. Baltimore club music is like 130 to 135. It's even faster. We have a lot of energy. <laughs> okay. I We need to channel that energy for good. <laughs> yes, for good, okay? Baltimore in its own has a lot of energy. And you know, because of our house music. Is that what they're calling it now? Energy? <laughs> yeah, I call it energy, okay? You can call it whatever you want, but I'm gonna focus on energy. Yes. You know? And you know, I was raised in the clubs, you know, going to Paradox and going to Choices and Ooh. a lot of clubs where you know Well you were near DC. Did you ever go to DC to tracks? Hell no. I'm from uh, Baltimore City. You just okay. Right in Baltimore. DC over there. Okay. You know? Those are and different with, places. Yeah, but Baltimore City, I mean, it has its own charm <laughs> it really and does. it has its own swag to house music. But I love like how it just, it's a, really a release. I remember having dance circles and a lot like how New Jersey and Chicago, yeah. when they have their dance circles, it was very tribal. It was very like a releasing of, of 
of just everything. It was like very spiritual to see people dancing mm-hmm. and doing these like, I, I got a dress on so I can't do it. But, <laughs> you know, it was just... A, well, a, most people are just listening yeah, to this. So well, there you go. <laughs> just imagine, you know, like the stomping method of yeah. just like really like, you know, the running man is that, but like just that heart palpitating type of music. No, check it. I'm from Atlanta and we had, you know, we were very close to Miami. So mm-hmm. we had all that Luther Campbell, Miami based yes. music, which is the same thing. Everybody joining the circle mm-hmm. and then somebody would get out there and completely, we used to call it yeeking it up, which is funny because now there's like a term in hip hop called yeet, which I don't oh, yeah. even recognize. I don't yeet? even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know what. But we used, to, we used to have yeek. And if you talk to anybody of a certain age in Atlanta, we know what it means to say yeek. And like that was like what we did back then. It's it's so much fun. It's like this dance music. Mm-hmm. It was often never on the radio. Never. Oh, well, was, I mean, in Baltimore City, we did play it on Fridays. Yeah, at it was only on Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, always, it was, they always called it like yeah. the house party. Everybody yeah. had a different term. But like it was music you only heard at night. I think you're going to say something about some underground dance music. Right. So let's get a little deeper into Break My Soul, Beyonce's nice. 2022 hit single. I think is already an instant classic. I think this is going to be Absolutely. one of the books. Absolutely. Uh, and we're going to start with in, in our deep dive into the musicological aspect of it the big free to sample that kicks off the song Crazy. and by the way one thing that's interesting we're going to get into this later but one thing i love about the record is it kind of plays out like kind of a mixtape like there's all these kind of like mm. this break my soul love that about it break my love soul that about it's it. actually the third part of a three song there's no gaps in between Ooh, the three songs in so a row good yeah it's so good you yeah. know I'm, I'm i'm a dive a little deep like the, the chemical brothers mm-hmm. like most of their albums are like continuous and right. that's like a, a very you cool thing the energy going Right. But I don't want to step on this. One cool, one cool thing about the big Frida sample is that we've already heard it in the preceding song. Like it, it was yeah. already an element in our brains. I, that's one thing I loved right. about the album. Everything led, and I haven't heard albums like that right. in so mm. long. Where it was like a through, it was just a through line. Yes, right. It was just like as soon as you turned it on, it was like song after song was leading into the next song. Mm. It was like it was meant to just be right. dancing, and then yes. when it goes into you know like um, Daft Punk does this on their albums a lot of yeah. times. Like it starts one place and it goes. Continuous. Do you know what? Actually, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was just rewatching uh, Homecoming the other day, mm-hmm. and it really struck me how in Homecoming it's a similar thing where there's one the the songs flow one to the next. Sometimes you only get a minute snippet of something, and then you'll get like the horns section on yeah. stage are going to do a little Jay Z dirt off my shoulder, and then you get to the next song. It's this constant idea, idea, idea. Yeah. And what I was kind of realizing is that. Renaissance kind of takes that same idea mm-hmm. of what she did live for Homecoming. I We've love got that. like a hundred references and ideas, and the the beat from the the next song comes a little early mm. when she's not done with the, the song she's on. And it's like she worked with the DJ. It's like yeah. she to like with to the like DJ. to really like just to build it. It's just, just every song on, is y'all. just Work building. Work with your DJ. Just let <laughs> your DJ program your album. You'll be way happier. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so funny. And the experience turns out to feel like a seamless on stage. It's this seamless blend. You're never bored. It's always like, what's going on? It's everything. All the songs you know are presented differently. You may know, you know, to the left, to the left, but there's like a different beat or there's something new and interesting about it. And I think she took that idea into Renaissance. This is just my theory. Because that's how the album plays out. It plays out where you've got Big Frida in the previous song, Energy. Mm-hmm. So we know this sample and I'll play it for you in a second. Yeah. But then it starts Break My Soul. Yeah. So it's in two songs. It's can can I say one more thing about this Frida opening? 
one thing as a DJ that I loved about it was that it's on the beat. Yes. Yeah. So like you can like <laughs> chippy chippy chippy, but I don't know. Like it comes in on the beat, right. and like the audience is already like running to the floor, like because they know what's about to drop. It's yeah. I, lo- I love songs like that. It's almost like allow me to reintroduce myself. My, my name, name is Ho. Like the words Ho. are the are the the drum fill intro. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, let's listen to the sample. Let's listen to it. Here's what let's we're talking about. Let's oh, listen to the sample. Shout out to Release your vibe. Release the wiggle. Like I'm, like, I don't even know in, if he's saying that. I'm just saying it comes I mean, in so is. it comes in so gritty and grimy, and then her voice comes in like angelic, like she's Beautiful, like emerging right? as like a na, contrast, na, 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 na. like it's immediate <laughs> contrast. But also, <laughs> it'd be funny. Like this, I never realized it's totally a sample because. He's not literally in the booth going, everything, everything, like, you know. Yeah. Well, right. Well, but I think, Brisha, if you, ever did, if you ever did a song, a house song, I think you should do, like, the singing and the cutting. Oh, like. I would love it. Like, you'd be like, everybody, everybody, everybody. Like, I think that's funner. Like, I don't want to just do one take of just saying, everybody, and have you guys Can we just have, no. I want to be like, like I want revolutionary. Yeah, you would change dance music I, overnight. Can this I show just it. be forty-five more minutes of that, please? You got this. You got this. You you. It's just affirmation. People don't realize this about Brisha. She's willing to give you forty minutes. I want that of, of just I'd pure sample. I would pay for that. Really? I could do it live. You know, just be like everybody Listen, on the dance floor. Everybody. Everybody. There you go. <laughs> and okay. here's where that comes from. This is Big Frida Explode from 2014. I always your wiggle, y'all. I just really confirmed that she's saying release your wiggle. And I <laughs> am so proud of myself because I make that. up my own lyrics. Mm. What, what was your own lyric? It was not I release your wiggle. I was saying release my wiggle. You were Release accurate. your wiggle. But he could have said release your tickle. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just do and go with whatever makes me happy. <laughs> and for the record, I looked it up. Um, they, perf- they are happy with either pronoun, she's or he's. So we can do yeah. she's, we can do he's. I think that's one of the beautiful things about Frida and, and the whole bound scene is that you know, look, we haven't always been that welcoming to the LGBT community. Yeah. But I feel like bounce music in particular has been propelled by a lot of people, you know, in that community. Well, Big Freed is kind of like one of the biggest names in bounce. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But there were like others. There were some in Baltimore music too. I forget. Oh, absolutely. I forget. Miss Tony. Yeah. El Pisa, how you wanna turn? El Pisa, how you wanna turn? El Pisa, how you wanna turn? What's up? What's up? How you want car yet? Like, don't get me started. <laughs> no, like, get started. Oh, get mean, started. That's what we're here for. Miss Tony say, how you want car yet? Like, <laughs> stop listening. My, my ex is going to come out. It's not right. <laughs> there it is. It's not right. We got I a mean, different Brisha right now. Followed her more. all the way down. <laughs> She's back. No. She's, She's back. back. She's coming out. Do too. <laughs> <laughs> Let that Brisha. <laughs> Back in. Back in. <laughs> Let her bait. I like that Brisha. I like both of the Brishas. Don't get me wrong. Thank you. Brisha. I mean, there's so many Brishas in yeah. here. Yeah. One key part of that uh, original <laughs> song uh, from Big Frida is the lyrics, release your tray, release your job, release your stress. Brisha, how do you interpret those lyrics? And did you quit your job when um, you heard this song? <laughs> I quit my job every time I hear it. <laughs> I feel like it's like, 
I think I've it's noticed whatever's happening is over. Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to acting. Uh, Reinvention. <laughs> entertainment business. <laughs> but, you know, I love this song because in the moment, you do feel like you're releasing everything. It is a mm. call to action. Yeah. You know, in the moment, if you do have a job, it's just a swallow of fuck it. It's like an air of fuck it. <laughs> a swallow of fuck <laughs> it. Like, yeah. It's a rebellion song. It's like, fuck rebellion. title. Song. You're not going to break me. You're no. not going to break me. Oh, not my song. Release not the vibe. Release the, the wiggle. And I'm like, I'm not even twerking the way that they do. Like when they do it, like they are shaking the thing and it's wobbling all over the place. And she's a very compact thing, this thing. It's, it's a nice package. It's a fun but package. when it wiggles, it's not wiggling in the way that when Big Frida says, mm-hmm. release the wiggle, like that thing is going everywhere. Like I've seen the videos and I want to learn. But in my heart of hearts, when I hear this song, that bitch is wiggling, you mm-hmm. know? Shout out, to, shout out to all the little wiggles. Yes, the little I, wiggles. I think little, there's, there's room for there the little wiggles. There's more space in the world for little wiggles. There's plenty of room. It's going to be careful. There's an earthquake. Like a, it's like a 4.4. <laughs> it's up in high. You barely feel it. And that's okay. And that's okay. She was like our recent earthquake. She was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. She shook the earth. Just a touch. You know, the, the, the quit your job thing is funny. You know, coming from, from Beyonce, like at one point she says like, Work by nine and off past five. I, I kind of want to be like Beyonce. That's how most of us have it. Like, <laughs> that doesn't that's some special thing. The yeah, no. She's like work by nine and off past five. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> sounds like a reason. It's sounds like reasonable hours. No, there was no. literally a song called Nine to Five. This <laughs> is not a new idea either. So exactly. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe no, don't quit that job. Yeah, that job you could. I mean, you could everybody's go to a little job league is game different. You know, it's all about the energy. That's true. You know, it's a call to action. It's a call to action. If you are not happy, release it. Exactly. And let somebody but know let, that you're giving up that sure 9 to 5. But make sure you got the shit set up before you <laughs> yes. release it. Build try a bridge to, to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tarzan don't, doesn't just let yeah, go yeah, of the yeah, vine. Yeah, he tries yeah, yeah, to reach yeah. the next vine. Absolutely. Yeah, there's wisdom there. Yeah. Before <laughs> you release execution. the job, make sure there's the next the job next lined up thing, for you. Like, just I'm practical. It's practical. Yeah, but I'm practical. also grabbing. I'm also grabbing. Yeah. I'm actually having in hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good, good point. That's yeah, a good yeah. grip. Not just that it's there, but you're yeah. actually holding yeah. it. Bird in the hand. That's why the I bush. said it's a swallow a fucking. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but you still have to swallow it. I, I think we should record so, a song yeah. called Swallow a Fucking. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> That's taken. That's taken. Luxury, we have to create taken. a whole new idea. Luxury, I want to go deeper inside Break My Soul. What, where do we go next? So the next place I want to go is I want to talk about the machines. At the bed, at the bottom, at the root of house music, we've got the 909 drum machine. It's a, a Roland is a Japanese company. These sounds all came from a single machine, and it sounds a little bit like this. <laughs> So this kick, this hi-hat, some of these sounds you've heard a million times, like that clap, that snare, there's the sounds themselves are often, if not that always, sounded like some old Patty Austin. Yeah. <laughs> In the heat of heat, the heat gets so hot. My body's overload. Yeah, I love it. So, so these sounds are very, they're presets. They come from the machine. When you buy mm. the 909, you have kind of you're 60 or 80% of the way to making a house music track. As long as you program a kick on the four, on the one, two, three, four, mm. if you get that 120, 125 range of BPMs and you just have that going, okay, I'm, I'm, we're on the road to a house music song right about now. 
And the second element, so we just talked about the Roland drum machine being a machine whose sounds are, are at the foundation of kind of an entire genre. When you're listening to house music, you're going to be hearing that a lot. You're also going to be hearing in a little more specific of a way and related to Break My Soul, in the early 90s, there was a very specific synth sound, which was very much the sound of a crossover house into pop sound for the bass. And it's literally this. Now, what I'm playing is the Organ 2 preset from the Korg M1, Korg being another but different Japanese manufacturer of, of electronic equipment. They made a synth, and when you bought it, you got that patch. And it should be pointed out, by the way, that this is the most popular synth of all time. More Korg M1s were sold than any other synthesizer. So it's no surprise that that more sound... Than, more, than the, more than the Rhodes and more, some of these other ones? I, that's a good question. I'd make the distinction... Rhodes being like an electric piano, oh, okay. it's its own sort of this world. But strictly synthesizers, synthesizers, got it. Right, synthesizers meaning the actual sounds are synthesized yep. literally in the machine, as opposed to being, uh, you know, like a piano, electric piano, where you're playing something and yeah. it's hitting tines, etc., making a reverberating Makes sound. Sense. So specifically, again, this Organ Two preset, which is in the Korg M1 when you buy it at the shop. So it's no surprise you've heard this a million times. Here's a couple of examples. You know what I've realized? Okay, well, what I've realized about this machine in particular, it really gets my shoulders going. <laughs> nice. Like, I feel like I want to just... <laughs> you know, I just want to, you know... You're giving like, shoulder can, right you now. You know, you can vogue. I can see that there. Mm. But I really... I love what my shoulders I like how going. throaty and, like, bassy it is. It's like a, it's like a yeah. deep bass. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like... This song, you being from Baltimore, Duty Brown by Two High Brothers. Brown. Duty Brown. Duty <laughs> Brown. Like that song. I don't know if you have that one in your uh, playlist, but like that I, one I'm also quite has that like. You know about the Duty Brown. Wait, can we look up? Okay. You know what? Fun fact. That's why I named my first dog Doo Doo. Because <laughs> of Doo Doo Brown? Doo Doo Brown. Two high brothers and a dog. Let's play a snippet. <laughs> I kid you not. Whether you're from Atlanta, Baltimore, Chicago, the song Doo Doo Brown. Always worked. It always worked. It always worked. Let's hear a little bit of Two High Brothers, Doo Doo Brown. Doo Doo Brown. And this way, people, that's 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 the chorus of the yeah. song. What's going Dope on? sounds. Doo Doo Brown. All right, so let me just like, say something real quick. First off, I can tell you've never heard that song I've before. I've never heard it, but it's like, wow. okay, everybody run out. I have so much to say about it. Everybody run out and give Two Hype Brothers and a Dog a little love because yeah. they did an underground classic that I swear moves people from coast to coast. But here's another thing I've noticed. Break My Soul and Doo Doo Brown and the song Hot Music, I, I've seen it... Uh, sometimes the group is listed as Soho. Sometimes it's called Pal Music or something like that. A lot of the black crowds like house music that doesn't have four on the floor. Yeah. Like if you listen to Doo Doo Brown, that's like that's the B more beat, right? The, the B more beat. It's the B more beat. What is that? Is that like I forget what the name of that break beat is? It's been in a billion yeah. songs. I, right now, Questlove is throwing his phone right, at the I wall know. because <laughs> I've forgotten the name of that break beat. Sad but quest. I think you just have to, you do have to bring that up. I think you have to mention that. Um, a lot of black audiences don't want the basic four right. on the floor. You want a little syncopation. You want a little they want break. some syncopation. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's something that, we got to shake that, our ass to. At the that, end that, of the yeah. day, comes in. it's really about the shoulders and the ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to be like, mm, mm, so, mm, and then you want to, mm, mm, it's like the shoulders and the ass. <laughs> yeah. It's like the shoulder, because what we just heard, like mm -hmm. that was just 
the 909 and the Korg. It was those two sounds I was yeah. just describing was all we heard and the sample on top. Yeah. So it's like the shoulders might be the organ too and the yeah. ass might be the 909. <laughs> I, I really think so. Maybe? I, I think I'm going to go with that. Okay. After the break, we'll be getting deeper into Break My Soul and discussing the song's use of samples and interpolation, as well as how it pays homage to classic house music. We'll be right back. When slayed creatures return to the land of the living, it's up to a band of unlikely heroes to re-slay them. Welcome to the Re-Slayer's Take. From the fantasy world of Critical Role, join Jasmine Bular, Jasmine Chung, Jasper Cartwright, and Caroline Lux alongside us, Game Masters Nick Williams and George Primavera, in a tabletop role-playing audio adventure using Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Adventure awaits in the Re-Slayer's Take. New episodes drop weekly on Mondays wherever you stream your podcasts. Welcome back to One Song. Before we move on, real quick though, off the dome, top three favorite Beyonce songs. Go. Oh my God, I'm not prepared. On for the this. spot. You had no on idea. The spot, like. <laughs> on the spot. No preparation. First of all, I'm really bad. I'm really bad at titles. I'm really bad at this. I have to be prepared. I know. This is. This is I'm not the same fair. way. I get that. Not. I get oh, that. Gosh. It stresses me out. But um, you need to answer the question. De- including Destiny's Child or not? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Say My Name is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Fine song. Uh, so that's got to go in there. <laughs> that's got to be there. <laughs> it's got to be there. Uh, but the, the sofa, what's that? Oh, cal- the, the plastic off the sofa. I like the plastic nice off the sofa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the plastic off the sofa. Especially at the end when she goes. You know, she does all the things in the song, and it's like how I feel. You know, you I connect mean, with the message. I connect the with the message. I'm married now, mm-hmm. and I'm mm. like, has a person me? <laughs> you know, it's just. <laughs> So I like that. I sing that to myself that's a, a fine lot. Song. I can't believe I didn't know that. You no, got two a, out of three. I'm sorry, Dion. That, that's a really hard one because yeah. I feel like it's also really you hard. know, yeah, yeah. you kind of know people. Yeah, you know, including Beyonce's going to listen to this episode. She's going to judge. She's going to be she's like, she's like, going to judge me. Like, judge yeah, me. Yeah, 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 like in the yeah, behind, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, you got to like, be careful. What's wrong with you? knows these people. It's almost like a not fair. Here's my question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. You know, Beyonce has a birthday. Like, what do you get her? What, do you, what in the world can she possibly not obtain herself? Right. Like, it had to be like something clearly. Per- but what do you get the person? Like a child's drawing. You have to do that. You have to like yeah. go with a handmade, like a craft. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or I, I get like the first so. picture framed mm-hmm. of like, oh, Beyonce, here's a picture exactly. of you and I <laughs> exactly. together. It can't be fancy. It can't she'll, be like, fa- she'll be like, I already have 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already have know. 10 of these. <laughs> yeah, I think the best thing is to donate. You know what? One of one of my favorite uh, Beyonce songs, Partition. I still, I still love Partition, man. I love Partition, (laughs) If you're in a good relationship and Partition comes on, you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roll up that Partition. Partition. Also, I have a driver. Partition fast. Partition fast. Partition fast. Over there, I swear I saw them cameras flash. 
So what I want to talk about next is a moment ago, we just went through a whole bunch of songs that use that same synthesizer preset from the Korg, you know, that organ to bass sound. And I would argue that probably the most iconic use of that of all time is this song. (laughs) I thought the song had already started. (laughs) And that's not even the original version of the song. That's the Stonebridge mix. You know what? It's funny. We're going to get into that. So that sound, that bass sound, which you've now heard in many songs, not the least of which is... That's Break My Soul, and what we just heard is... Same sound, same synth I mean, it's the same sound, but you're playing the same instrument. I mean, like, to me, those sound like very different songs. They are very different songs, and we we just heard a whole bunch. the second one... Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is not this is not under pressure ice ice baby. No, not at all. Here. This yeah. is these are very yeah. different baselines. Very influenced. That break my soul baseline, as we've all agreed, is rhythmically evocative of Show Me Love, but they're completely different. Mm. But what's even weirder about it is that that's not even the original version of Show Me Love. The original version is this. So that version, when it came out, completely flopped. You've never heard it because no one did. Now, you'll notice on this original version and this original miss, what's missing? You're not hearing the... Right? That iconic M1 bass line, which was dirty just now, and I'll make it clean. But I I heard it. That hadn't been added yet. It wasn't until Stonebridge, the Swedish remixer, came in, and they took that song, which was a flop. They're like, let's give it, let's try to give it new life. They hired this guy. They gave him a flat fee, a few hundred bucks, maybe a thousand, if I'm not mistaken, oh, wow. to remix the song. Damn. And made that iconic baseline, which is now a global. Over 30 years later, we're still listening to the song. A few thousand dollars to define a genre. To define a genre. Yeah. Like that's some. That's fucking. Get that Swedish man his money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not the only person who participated in making. Robin S's Show Me Love iconic and didn't get credited for it. Who else was there? Well, we got not one, but two different singers who also got a little bit screwed over IMHO in their raising this to an iconic classic song. I got two names for you. I'm going to start with the first name. You Mm. ready for it? I'm ready. There was a demo singer called Andrea Martin. This is the story of how Andrea Martin got fucked over. By the way, this is an important story in that this is a really big part of the industry. It actually functions like this, where there are different roles being played. One of them is the demo singer. It's very, I've used demo singers. I've been a demo singer even. For $150 straight up, you come in, you sing a part, you go home. That's, you, got, you get your payday was that $150. That's it. You're not cut in to the songwriting, the publishing, the master. You never see a dollar ever again from that song. Right. Sometimes what happens with demo singers is they go a little bit above and beyond what was really required just out of them they're being so talented. And Andrea Martin's case, the way she tells the story, she was offered $300 to go a little bit extra and come up with her own melodies. And that's what she did. And what we're hearing in the final version, there's there's a little bit of a Rashomon story here. There's the Andrea Martin story and the Robin S story. They but tell it a little differently. She was influenced by that. De- I think she demo. was influenced by that demo in I mean, a pretty that- big way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is absolutely worth going Jackie. online. It like is. That- that is, that's an Andrea Martin. In her telling, that was her contribution. Well, yeah. Andrea Martin, what you have done. Yes. You created monsters. Because I was in that's the backseat right. of my mom's car like, ah, 
like, sorry for the listeners. Who and that was like, a three hundred dollar payday to her. What $300? $300 payday to her. $1,000 payday to the, the Swedish guy. That guy. Mm. And last but not least, Robin S. herself didn't get a writing credit. Are you fucking kidding me? Who got paid off of this song? The two producers who are named Alan George. Who got paid for Break My Soul. And Fred McFarland. Alan George and Fred McFarland got paid on this song. They are the writers. Do right by history, bro. And they are the ones that Beyonce credits on Break My Soul. I mean, the reason why we backed up this far, by the Mm. way, just to make that connection explicit, Mm -hmm. is that Show Me Love is, as we all agree, a very distinctly different song than Break My Soul. But Break My Soul credits Show Me Love in the credits Specifically, the language, which is interesting, is it contains elements of Show Me Love. Note, but it's not a sample. It's not an interpolation. As we just heard, those are different notes. We're not mm-hmm. hearing any of the same yeah. melodies. But Beyonce and crew thought the similarity was enough or perhaps just wanted to give some sort of appreciative, wow. proactive... I love that. Yeah. Because I feel like all music Credit. isn't... Yeah, I feel like all music is, is inspired by other music. And I feel like to give credit... Well, Where credit I is kind due, of agree. the inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, I think it's, I think it's a great idea if you can afford to just you yeah. know, like anytime you record a funk song, you're like, here's a check to George Clinton because Parliament <laughs> Funkadelic did funk music. But I also yeah. think is this maybe, and this is just a theory, is this maybe because in light of the uh, blurred lines uh, lawsuit, real quick, yeah, you know, because for those who don't know, blurred lines like. There was talk in the studio when they were recording it right. about Got to Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. Do you think this is because I, I heard the re- Renaissance was record, was worked on by like big groups of people and because Show Me Love might have come up in the conversation right. that they were just trying to keep themselves protected? I think the safest answer, we don't know. None of we us were in the room. We really don't know. We, we don't know what there. happened. We weren't we, there. None no. of us were there. I, were you there, Risha? I wasn't there. Diallo, what about you? Were you <laughs> if there? any of us might have been there, it would have been Brisha. I was oh not there. Oh my God, that's so cute. But no, I was, I was not there. None of us being there, the speculation is they did it for a reason. Was it yeah. because the goodness of their hearts? Maybe, maybe not so much the goodness of their hearts. Was it because of being careful about potentially being right. sued? Especially to your point, because so many outside, it's possible that they were just worried about interlopers or just some like intern no, because I think, but by spreading the, way, the... We're not trying to be cynical. I right. think that that's one of the whack things about this industry right. now is that if you're in the studio making music and I, at some point, I look at you, Breach, and I'm like, you know what? It would be dope if you sang, like, sing, sing the chorus like CeCe Peniston. Then I feel like sometimes somebody can say, like, oh, I'm suing because it sounds yeah. like the CeCe Peniston song. And, and here's the evidence. And we can't go yeah. in front of the judge and say we never talked about right. CeCe Peniston, proof. even if we do a song that sounds dramatically different. I so, feel like that's where the industry's at. Hopefully, it won't yeah. stay there. I think that's probably true. I think the most likely scenario is that they decided to just be safe and ensure that they were giving a credit to the song that they were inspired by. All right, you can't talk about a Beyonce song without talking about the vocals. Mm. My man, can we hear some of the acapella from Break My Soul? Yeah, let's hear some Break My Soul acapella. This is uh, Beyonce Knowles Come on. Carter. <laughs> she took it to church. This whole album, she took it to church. Let's hear it. You won't break my soul. 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 I'm telling everybody. There's your iconic line. It's fun to kind of listen through the song and and hear how that builds. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. I'm telling everybody. Telling everybody. Angelic. Taking it to church. You know, can I I say real quick? 
one thing I love about this 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 show is that by playing these isolated vocals, sometimes you hear things that you don't hear in the song. And that's the first time I noticed how much Beyonce actually has that growl that Stevie Wonder has, which she says, like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's something that, you know, you hear. I hear that too. Yeah. Stevie, but I, for the first time ever, also, I would be remiss if I didn't say the first time um, when the song first came out. I heard my six-year-old in the backseat of the car saying, "You won't break my soul. You won't break it. my soul." And I was like, "I was like, hey man, who's trying to break your soul?" No. And, he, and he said, "He said Felix, <laughs> <laughs> which is my other son." Oh my god! So this song can apply to anybody. It can yes. be your boss. It can be your sibling. Everybody's. Aww. Everybody's soul is being broken by somebody. Somebody, somebody. And this song says, you will not break will my soul. not. It's I'm a sorry. declaration. No, that was great. That was everything. It's a yeah. declaration. But those vocals, man, they're so clean. They're so clean. You know, I, can I also say, every time I hear her say, everybody, I always wish somebody had done a, a remix where they bring in, everybody, 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 everybody. Like, I always thought that would have gone so well. Black box. So, Beyonce, if you happen to be listening. Just throw that in. You know, you know, to remix it again. By the way, the remix, the Queen's remix. Oh. With the Madonna Vogue. Oh. Insane. It's amazing. A totally different song almost. Of, uh, but really giving flowers. Giving all the flowers. All the flowers. And it gives me and it gives me chills in a different way because yeah. she's just like she just sounds like she's the she's head of her house. Yeah. And we are we are at the Queen's Ball. Okay. Yes. I will say her vocals untreated incredible. are like in that upper echelon. It's I mean, it's like Marvin Gaye. I mean, yeah. it's just really yeah. I love Marvin Gaye's voice, the texture of Ooh. it. And, you know, one of my favorite songs by him is um, I Want You. And, like, Amazing. hearing that, Amazing you know, the vocals of that, it's just, it's just, ugh. And I feel like her vocals is, like, a real call. Like, it's just, it's spiritual. It's very spiritual. It's very church. It's very, mm-hmm. one, one thing I also love about her, obviously her vocals are insanely beautiful and gorgeous to listen to and creative. Mm-hmm. And they're filled with different changes, like changes of voice. Like, she sort of goes from one kind of character mm-hmm. to the next within a song. I love quickly. the characters in them. Another thing, though, as a songwriter, I think she's really underrated. She's very collaborative as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And obviously she gives a lot of credit to her collaborators, whether they're interpolated or sampled or in the room, like Tricky and the Dream. But um, I love the fact that she, for years, has been insisting that we not lose the bridge in the song. <laughs> I love She's that. a bridge person. She's yes. not just a like. She's a real R and B singer. I mean, she's a like, real R and B singer. Yes, right. and shout out to the real R and Bs. You know, like yeah. there's like it's it's an art that should always be cherished because it's, it's always the base. It's always the base. It's an opportunity to take well, your song structure is usually like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And on the pop radio, a lot of times it's just one more chorus. The yeah. But when you have a bridge, yes. you have a whole new country to go to yes, to visit. Yes, you have a whole new, we could do yeah. whatever we want to do we in that eight bridge. Bars, maybe 16 bars, and <laughs> we then we come, back. we come back. We come back. That'll be a future game on the show. Name your top three bridges <laughs> of all time. I love a game. good bridge. I love a good bridge, But in too. the meantime, I think that her vocals, whether high or low, are so, so awesome. All right, so we started by saying the song is a love letter to house music. Diallo, do you think it succeeds? Oh, I think it more than succeeds. I I feel like from the fact that the songs bleed in from one into the next, uh, the fact that there is so much danceable music here, and we haven't even talked about some of the other songs on Renaissance. Church Girl's a classic. Uh, Cuff It, a classic. 
I actually, my favorite song on there is Summer Renaissance. Can I just say? Oh, yeah. I mean, I should have said Cuff it. It, it. Can I have a, a seventh? I know I've named No, somebody. I don't think you got to the I third. Mean, so Cuff It's your third. the whole album is such a beautiful mm. album. Cuff yeah. It. I mean, that was like yes. the song of the year. We yeah. go up the night. It was like yeah. song of the year. I was saying my favorite song, my my own little gem that like not everybody gets around to, but it's but it means something to me. A summer renaissance because mm. it's got the Donna, it's got the, the Donna, Donna summer. summer uh, I wanna house you. I mean, besides the fact that she went to the, like the Jungle Brothers style, I'm, I'm, I'm going to house you. Like, yeah. that, you know, like besides that, that's just that I get chills even thinking about this song. I, yeah. it's I, got, you I see feel that? love. Yeah. You got the goosebumps. Oh, okay. if you're going to sample and interpolate, I feel love, which is my favorite song of all time. That's you have to do it. This is time. the only way to do it. And she successfully and she did, did it. it and I somehow did it in a way yeah. that like when those, when those, yeah. when that subwoofer bass kicks oh my in, God. I, I have chills. My, I have that thrill coming up my leg, folks. Shout out to Donna Summer. But I think it did one other thing, which was it let a lot of black artists know, hey, you can play with your BPM. So suddenly, you know, Lil Uzi Vert mm-hmm. had his I Wanna Rock, which was like a which was like a Be More Club track. It was. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel Thank like Thank you for saying that. Yes, it is. It hundred percent is. It, it it let a lot of new BPMs into the mix. Yeah. And I think that that's good. It keeps the music fresh as we go through this decade. I've noticed too, like I was just thinking the other day, just popped in my head about how you have been DJing it. When we DJ together, together at, our, at our monthly at yeah. Pinkies in Los Feliz. Um, <laughs> I'm going to come. You got to come. Plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. But I've noticed that you've played at least once or twice and like it really fits in the mix. Yes. It's such a, and I, I wouldn't have thought to DJ that song. I think disco well, I fans like it's it. It's so good. Like house fans summer like Renaissance. Summer, oh, Summer Renaissance. I think disco fans like it. House yeah. fans like it R&B fans like it I think it's one of those songs that you know transcends genre and and does a really good job but I think yes absolutely Beyonce recorded a house record and we are so thankful for for you Brisha what what do you think is next for Beyonce and what do you think her legacy is going to to be wow these are really big questions big questions I mean I just want to say that you know just renaissance as a whole is just such a beautiful love letter mm. to the lgbtq yes you know community and um it in her her uncle and such yes. an amazing gift for you know a love letter for her, her uncle, uncle johnny johnny yeah and her mom and just that whole legacy of mm-hmm. you know her childhood and what it has taught her and i just i just love that that her life is so infused into her music it's like when you listen to every album i feel like when i go through that i know exactly where i was in my life yeah uh i just love that when i listen to her music and there's it's for certain artists it's not for every artist but certain artists when i listen to their music the gift the gift and it was a gift wasn't it it was it was it was a gift but like i i can understand where I was in that life and my time and and what I was going through and then I also feel like there's a piece of her in that music as well you know that I really feel like I know where she is I don't know anything about her you know like (laughs) I don't know her but I feel connected to her and there's certain artists that when I listen to their music I feel like oh I know what they're feeling you know and so um that connection that connection I think that's what 
her legacy is. Yeah. It's like a real connection between her fans and what she's what she's going through and what she's expressing her love through her music, you know? Um, I, I think that, you know, if I can piggyback on that, I think that, you know, there are artists who are great and successful. Yeah. And then there's like those once-in-a-lifetime artists mm-hmm. that seem to defy all the odds. And I think that, you know, in my lifetime, few have defied the odds quite like Beyonce. I just feel like she's the biggest pop star out there and and she's doing it. And she's mm-hmm. doing it in a way that I feel elevates not just black people, but black women. I agree. I agree. And the way she moves in space, yeah. through space, and the way she represents herself, her family, yeah. um, the way she represents her husband. You know, like, we all like, yeah, Jay-Z, the home, <laughs> rock, you know? But, like, she was like, this is my husband. I, I thought it was just so amazing when she said, the Miss Carter. Like, I'm Mrs. Carter, you know? And I was like, wow, like, she's Beyonce, but she was like, Mrs. Carter, you know, and I was like, you know what? I agree, man. Oh, I think Ape Shit was an amazing song. Ape Shit that, was that amazing. almost made my list. It was. Is that the Carters? Almost, yes. Yeah, that almost made my list. That whole album as well. Like, I knew exactly where I was, and I was like, there's just certain songs on that album and all of her albums where I'm like, it comes back in my life. And I was like, I understand that on yeah. a whole nother level now. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's all about my family, my friends, and that's it. You know, and I was like, you know what? You're right. Fuck friends. You know, like, I understand, B. I feel, I feel you from that. You know, like, it was just like some things that she said that I was just like, it comes back into your life and, and those words resonate in a different way. In a different way. Yeah. All right, that's all the time we have. Uh, Brisha, thank you so much for coming through. Is is there anywhere our listeners can find you? You know, you can just catch me on the socials. Mm -hmm. It's my first and last name, Brisha Brisha Webb, B-R-E-S-H-A-W-E-B-B. There you go, two Bs at the end. Yep. But B is really in your heart. It is. She is. B is Bay. It's a B day. It's, it's a it's a B day. Happy B day. That's a good day. that's a good song too. Seven Eleven B day. That's that's good. Luxury, help me in this thing. All right, man. Well, I am producer, DJ, and interpolation whisperer, Luxury, <laughs> and I'm actor, writer, director, and sometimes DJ Diallo Riddle. And this is one song. We'll see you next time. I got a one song. Go. This has been one song. This has been one song. This has been one song. This has been one song, and we're telling everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Come on. Everybody. To subscribe and put five stars. Here we go. And you better. Oh, oh, that's a good shift. I know. There's so much to do a remix. A review, yeah. You got to comment below. Like <laughs> don't leave no ratings if you don't like the show. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Just walk away from the computer and, and don't let anybody, anybody know. know. Don't let nobody <laughs> know. But if you like this podcast, come on by. <laughs> hey, check it out. We're on Sirius XM. Mm. I think from three to five, maybe four. (laughs) Kevin Hart and his team got this song, this one song show. Yeah. 
you gotta give us five stars. And if you see Kevin, please let him know. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Proud to be a part one of that. One take, one song. <laughs> we're in a vibe, we're man. A, we're starting a band. Genius. Don't you feel it? Freaking genius, y'all. This episode was produced by Matthew Nelson and Jordan Calling with engineering from Marcus Hom. Additional production support from Leslie Guam, Charles Childers, and Alicia Shimada. The show is executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, and Eric Weil. Did you ever wonder what it's like to live alone? Hidden in the woods, not speaking to a single soul for 30 years. Or wander the desert, uncover a hidden well, and dive to the bottom of the deepest water hole for 2,000 miles. The Snap Desert Podcast takes you there with amazing stories told by the people who live them, with an original soundscape that drops you directly into their shoes. Snap Judgment. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm getting married today. I'm also a firefighter and first responder. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I can make it to my ceremony to start the next chapter of my life. When you see flashing lights, remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down.